Welcome to FitChicks Chat, the podcast dedicated Hello, to fitness, everybody. nutrition, Welcome wellness, and mindset. My name is Laura. For more information on FitChicks Academy and our upcoming and fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications, please yes. visit FitChicksAcademy.com. I do too. Thank you I think so it's much for listening. A great conversation and enjoyed today's episode. And a great perspective of like, because even though we run a business together and everything else, we still see things from a different lens. And sharing the way that we see things and the different wins. Sometimes also when you say something, it triggers this thought in me where I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that, right? Because there's so many things that happen throughout a year that you can just be like, it it kind of like escapes you for a minute. And then mm-hmm. when it's brought back into your brain, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally forgot. That's amazing, right? Or, well, and also, oh yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> yeah, like I also think too, it's a year seems so long, but it goes by so fast that it's crazy. Oh God, to, like I always think now. every time we do this, I can't believe it's already this time of year again. I can't believe yeah. 365 days of my life have passed. And I've always, I always think, oh, not much has happened this year. And then I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, so much has happened this year. No, I know. Well, that's just it. Like I literally just said to you offline, like when I was thinking about this, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what has really happened. Like, and it really took me a minute to like sit in it to really get an idea of like, oh my gosh, yeah, there's like this and this and this, because in, when you look at it, like it, from a quick glance, like if you don't actually dive deep into it, it's so easy to forget. And that's what I mean. Like it's, it kind of triggers like all these thoughts of like wins or learnings or lessons and that kind of thing. But you have to take time to really reflect on it because if you don't, then it's almost like you're missing so much that you could take from this past year, right? You have to take this moment to reflect. Reflection. So I, I taught a workshop recently and it was, that was the whole theme of it was reflection and just taking that time because especially if you're an entrepreneur or if you're a coach and you're building a business and you're always looking forward at what's next and what do I need to do and what am I building and your big vision, right? And then we don't take the time to look back and not just reflect and, you know, look at what we've, what has happened that we can learn from, but really celebrate because I always, this is why I've always loved entrepreneurship. It's like, you have this idea in your brain. It's a thought, like literally a thought. And then suddenly you're like, oh, maybe I could create that. Maybe someone would be interested in that. And then you create a program or you create a certification or you create something. But it all started as one little thought. And then before you know, it's this living, breathing thing that's in the world that people are signing up for and interacting with. And it's like that one day a long time ago was just a little sentence that went by in my mind that was like, oh, that'd be really cool to do that. And now it's like, There's people from around the world taking it. They're helping people in their communities. Like it's crazy to me. So yeah, I think there's just so so much we need to talk about, celebrate, reflect on, share, because I always, these are my favorite podcasts to listen to for other people. So I love Mm -hmm. hearing what people, what were their biggest wins from the year? What were their biggest challenges or their biggest lessons that they learned? I love all of those. Because you can learn so much from them. Yeah. Right. And you can, and you can really see how to even like, there might be something that someone says that happened in their personal life or their business that 
is not exactly the same as what's happening in your life, but there's something in it that you can take as a lesson to then reflect on and then implement in your own life too, or avoid or utilize that tool, that same thought process in a different capacity. Like it doesn't have to be linear. It's just about taking the actual foundation of the lesson and then implementing it in some different way. Totally. So let's start off with talking about, and I I don't even know what yours are. So I'm going to start off with talking about one uh what are my biggest wins and i'll probably think of more as i go through yeah but one of the biggest wins well actually okay these kind of tie it together <laughs> one of my biggest wins from last year is i i really went all in on myself in terms of like growing the business so like the year prior, we've always been kind of the last few years around the same level of revenue. We kind of really, and I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast last year, but we really kind of solidified sure. around this level of revenue. And I always believed it's, you know, your business will only grow as much as you do, right? So if you are not at the next level, what is it that you, not necessarily where you're lacking in, but what is it, where are you kind of blocking that growth? So the last few years have really been a huge personal development journey for me. And I found this year was the year that I really was like, no, I have my own back 100%. And if this doesn't work out, but I'm going to go all in and we're going to, we invested more money in advertising that we didn't know if we were going to get back. We just really stepped up in the sense of knowing that our programs and our certifications help people, but really pushing it and getting it out there in front of more people. And you know, we've had our biggest year we've ever had, which so many people always say like, oh, it's a recession or these things are going on. And I just don't subscribe to that narrative. So I never let those things get into my mind. But I just really feel like this is a year something clicked in me that I was like, I will always figure it out. I And I ha- I am capable of growing. I always knew in my heart I wanted it, but I never knew it in my head and my heart. You know what I mean? Like knowing in my head, if we want to, take this to a $50 million company or whatever and help, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of women. That's possible. I can lead that. And that was for me was just, it was a big up level for me this year of self-trust, of belief in my skills in belief in myself. And like, I just feel this different level of, because anyone who's listening to this, who's an entrepreneur, you know, this feeling it's like when you first start a business, you're, you so want it to work. Like the first part of it, it's a lot of self-doubt, right. And yourself just like, who's going to hire me? Can I do this? But then when you get clients and you build a business, it's, can I keep this? And you always feel like, is the business going to disappear tomorrow? Like, is something bad going to happen? What if my ads don't work? And it's this different level of self-doubt, right? The first one is just like, can I even do this? Then it becomes, can I keep this? Mm. And then it's like, can I actually scale this and grow this? So it's like the first time I can honestly say that I feel like I can create whatever I want to do. Like I honestly feel it in every ounce of my being where before my head was trying to tell my heart that and my heart didn't fully believe it yet. And I talk a lot about this in our certifications about like the capacity to hold and the capacity to have. And this idea of, you know, you will only hold as much responsibility as you think that you can handle, right? Before your nervous system gets triggered and you freak out. And I feel like I've just expanded my capacity so much of being able to hold responsibility, to be able to hold, you know, 
clients, to be able to hold people's experience, like all of it. I feel like this for me this year was like a massive expansion in all of those areas. I mean, I definitely agree. And I think too, the capacity thing, I love that idea of, and I also think it's the capacity of um, possibility is also there, right? Because you you know that now you can even hold even more. So it's like, what is possible? And you can see it from a bigger lens. I know at least for me, that's huge because I know some of the conversations we used to have, like maybe a year or even two years ago, or I would say two years ago, because not this past year, but definitely like around two years ago was like, you know, oh, well, do we really want like a $10 million company? Do we really want a 20 million? Like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And we, we believed that in order to have that kind of a business, it had to be hard or it had to be challenging, or it had to be this huge scale of mirror, like so much responsibility. And the idea of having that felt overwhelming or like daunting in some ways, whereas now it's the capacity of seeing that that's possible Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be what we thought it had to be. It could be something completely different because we have the capacity to be able to create whatever pathway that's going to look like. And I think that that's something that for me is really important is that shift around. It doesn't have to be hard. It's going to be challenging. There's no doubt yeah. like, you know, to grow and to learn and to build is a challenge, but it doesn't have to be the word hard doesn't have to be included in that conversation. It can just be like, this is going to be a challenge, but it's totally possible. Well, and I think that that was one of the big things too. It's, you know, I I was talking about this on my workshop too. One of my success sabotage words is should. So I should be further ahead. We should have this. You know what I mean? Like this should, should, I should do more. I should, 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 like you could should all over yourself and it literally will get you nowhere. Right. (laughs) But it sounds disgusting. (laughs) Well, I always said, I was like, you know, during this workshop, I was talking about like, what is your predominant success sabotage thought? And if you really pay attention, you'll see it because it will come up in a lot of different ways. Like I should have more money. I should spend more time with my kid. I should, right. Instead of what do you want? And also really just kind of taking a step back and looking at how that thought is really playing out. Because every time you think I should be further ahead, you feel either pressure, you feel scarcity, you feel lack, but it just seems like a very, like, you know, it's not just feels like a very normal thought. Like, oh, I should be, I should be further ahead. I've been doing this for a long time. I know people who are way further ahead than we are. Right. But it's also another thought for me that has really been a big lesson for me this year was around the idea of really accepting that all of this stuff that has happened in life for me has been, this is my thought that I chose though, has been required. And I've said this on the podcast before, but that for me has literally taken off that should sabotage thought because it just has now been like, no, this was all part of the plan. This was all required because I would not have the thoughts and the actions and the skills that I have now and this is a big thing too. I, I think that when it comes to anyone who's listening, this is why we talk so much about investing in yourself, right? Because when you have certain skill sets, I have enough skills right now that I will never have to worry about working for the rest of my life. I truly believe I could create anything because I, the skill set I have, if Fitchix was gone tomorrow, I could launch a new business tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what I need to do, I know exactly how to market it, I know all of the things, right? But that becomes with a level of like, calmness with it right because there's none of this like it's this or nothing 
it's like, okay, it's this or something else. That's great. Right. But it's also the idea to, for me was just when I let go of that, it was, I should be. And then thinking about, no, like this was all required. I'm exactly where I meant to be. And I've now decided I want to be bigger. Sorry. If you guys can hear my son laughing in the background, it's because he's watching a cartoon. <laughs> but <laughs> you it's, can't hear him, but it's basically it, like okay. the idea of I just, yeah, like allowing myself to just be where I am right now and really being proud of that and also knowing I have the skills. And that doesn't come overnight, right? We've been in this business mm-hmm. for a long time. And one of the other big things from this year is we did invest again in mentorship which we haven't done in a long time. We kind of took a step back. And I think that was a big a big lesson for me. I know I'm kind of driving around wins and lessons, but that was a big lesson for me was around the mentorship and really being like, okay, taking some time off of feeling like we didn't need a coach to be like, what do we want to do in our business? Working on ourselves, choosing our own, like not looking to somebody else for advice, like being like, okay, this is what we want to do. This is what we're going to try. This is our decision. And then now we had a conversation in September around like we were ready to be in a room with a lot of other higher level entrepreneurs to get more ideas, to build the skill set, to build the the capacity, like all of those things. And I think that that was another big decision for me and a big win in a sense, because I feel like it's just, again, up-leveled my, my skills and my belief, which I think are the two things you need to be successful as an entrepreneur. You need to up-level your skills constantly and you need to up-level your belief and your impossibility. I agree. And it's funny because the things that you're talking about, I literally am looking at my sheet. I'm like, well, I don't really have a lot to add because those (laughs) are the same wins as me. Because literally, I think the mentorship and, you know, so we joined a mastermind that is with someone who we have always looked to as as a huge mentor when it came to marketing and digital marketing. And um, for us, for me, at least, I know even just showing up for that in-person mastermind and sitting in the room and developing the capacity to be able to learn and just see what is possible, that like those few days that we were away completely blew my mind. And it made me feel though, I remember years ago going into like something like that and sitting in the room and feeling like I can't raise my hand and say something because what I say is not going to have value or I don't feel like I belong in this space. When we did a mastermind previously, this time I didn't have that feeling. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was in the right place. I felt at home. I felt like I was surrounded by people that I could learn from and grow with in such a massive way, but I didn't feel that intimidation or that fear. And for me, that was such a huge win personally, because it felt like I was like, okay, I do feel like I've grown and I've learned. And I feel like I have so much value to continue to give, even for people that are you know, at a different level in terms of their business or their successes or things like that, but that I could still provide value in a way. But also I think a huge win for me was the networking that was available. And I've always been someone who has not been huge on like networking, like traditional networking, like going to a networking Oh, me neither. I hate it. You do like the, you do the icebreakers or the things like that. I'm not into I'm not into that at all. Okay. So let me be clear. But what I am into is genuine conversation and curiosity and 
taking information in and giving and receiving, right? And having that like genuine connection and authentic conversation where I'm like, hey, I have an idea for you or you have an idea for me. But being in a room, there is so much power with being in a room of like-minded individuals. Being in a space where what you're talking about is really interesting and what they're talking about is really interesting to you. And I think that that to me was a massive win because it was like, I finally felt like I said at home because it wasn't like when you're talking to your neighbor or your spouse or your other friends, like I can talk to you about our business and I can talk to a few other people about business and they get it. But most people don't understand entrepreneurship if they're not an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Most people don't understand for anyone listening. It's like, if you're talking about coaching and you're like, I always talk about health and fitness and you have people that are like rolling their eyes at you, or they're like looking at you blankly because they're not interested or invested in their health the same way you are. Mm -hmm. It can feel kind of like this one-sided conversation, but when you get into a room and you get into a space where you feel like everyone is like-minded, it is so powerful because it allows for you to be able to grow and learn and also feel like this sense of belonging that you don't necessarily have. And so I felt like that within this new mastermind that we're a part of and... I'm just so grateful for it because I think even just, I feel like the friendships, the relationships um, that we're going to continue to build on and grow and create within that space is not only going to help us professionally, like grow and scale our business, but also just personally to continue to grow and learn and just, you know, develop amazing relationships. And I think that that's a part of life that is so important. No. And I totally agree with you. Like I found too, and I said this to my husband when I came home, from that mastermind was I had not felt like myself in such a long time. And, you know, obviously the last few years of my life, I became a mom at 41. I moved to a whole new place. I went from, you know, city life to, I bought a house in like a quieter area. Like a lot of things in my life changed. And along with that, it was interesting because a lot of the people I meet, like you were saying, they don't, they don't understand my world. Like I could tell them things that I do or whatever. They're like, Oh, like you teach nutrition classes. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what it is. Right. Like, because that's one part of what I do. Right. But it was just so, it's just been so interesting because I didn't realize how much of myself, that part of myself I was missing. And I think that this is the whole thing about like identity too. Right. It's so hard and a lot of people listening as well can relate to this. Like they're doing something that they're passionate about, but they push it aside because nobody else cares or nobody else wants to talk about it. Like you were saying, or nobody else is interested. And it becomes like this whole thing of you're kind of quieting the side of yourself. And for me, it reminded me, I'm like, no matter what being a mom, no matter what having friends, no matter what, there is this side to me that this is my passion. I love business. I love geeking out about talking about getting your products out into the world and your programs that help people. You know, that's the way that the world gets better is by people putting a contribution and, you know, the contribution, my contribution, I can't sing or dance. This is my art. You know what I mean? My contribution (laughs) is I want to help women become coaches and I want to help women understand and lead their own health. Like that's what I really want. I want us to take responsibility for our own health, be able to like lead our nutrition, lead our fitness, lead our menopausal journey, like all of that stuff. Cause I feel like that's where, you know, when you're invested in that, everything else changes. It's the foundation of your life is your health. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like your body is not your body, you can't show up the way you need to show up. 
so I don't know. It was just interesting to me that I just, I felt this, this switch for me again. And I was like, no, like, this is not an or game. This is not like, oh, you became a mom, which I didn't believe that, but I just hadn't been in a room in such a long time where I was like, oh, I feel like myself. I feel smart. I feel fun. I feel interesting. I feel, you know what I mean? And like, this is the thing I think a lot of people get wrong though, about like masterminds or mentorship is they think that it's the the mastermind that makes them better. They need the mastermind, but it's who you become in that room. It's who you, exactly who you allow yourself to become. And you grow and learn personally and professionally and the conversations you have that shift just one thing. Well, and and that's what I like, you know, out of the last mastermind we were in, we, I met, we met Kara, like she's a person who's been pivotal in my life changing, like a lot of changes in my life. And it's like, I said to myself, because it's a financial investment, like it is taking a certification, like it is taking anything, right? Which is why I don't ever think you should take these things lightly. You have to think through it. Do I want to invest my money, my time, my energy into this? And you and I had a huge conversation about it. But it was also like, I know that if I get one thing out of this, one conversation can change the course of my life. One conversation can change, like one tactic can change my whole business. One thing, you know what I mean? And if, and if nothing like that happens, but I change, it's all worth it. It's all worth exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. No. And so that's, I mean, when I think about wins and I think about the things like the lessons, like that was definitely it for me. That was the big, one of the biggest ones was really just us deciding like, okay, now is the time, like the past couple of years, we've just been like, okay, we're going to trust our gut and we're not going to be, we're going to be guided by our own journeys and like really trust ourselves and get back into trusting our decisions. But I also see this mastermind as different because I don't see it as us trusting every single thing that we're being told. It's about processing it in a different way and really well, and finding like, what applies, what correct. strategies, what thoughts apply to your, what you want. Correct. And I think that that just comes from like growth and learning as an entrepreneur and as an individual, right? And so it's it's not just saying like one way is the only way. It's about looking at it and looking at it from a lens of saying, could that make sense for me? Does this work for me? How could I implement this? Um, and maybe it's not a right fit, but maybe it works for someone else. And that's amazing. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm really excited about this next year. I know that we have a lot of travel ahead of us with this mastermind and I'm actually really excited about it. Cause like, not only do I get to spend time with my best friend, but then I also get to go and connect with like all of these other brilliant individuals in this room. And to me, that's like, I don't need, you know, it's like, not that I don't need a vacation, but it's almost like that's the place that I really like thrive in is like in an environment like that. I feel so excited about it that it's like, it doesn't feel like work in any way, in any capacity. It feels really exciting. And it feels like I'm on this like different journey when I'm there. Yeah. And it's really, yeah. It feeds my soul in a big way. So well, I'm and really I also excited. think it's interesting to be around people. And I've, I've done this with our students. Like I can see things in them that they don't see in themselves. And, you know, some of the conversations, like being around people who are like, what you're doing is amazing. And it's like, huh? Like that they would think that what we're, you know, and it's just, it's allowing yourself to just to see yourself in different ways. And then it becomes the, I can't do that. Or I don't want that to, well, maybe I could have that, or maybe I do want that. And that questioning, it starts to open up that, again, that capacity. And well, could I, you know, run a company that had a hundred employees? 
maybe do I want to run? You know what I mean? Like this, like you start to question and play with these things instead of putting things in boxes of being like, I can't. The other thing I think is a huge win. So we have had a goal (laughs) in our company for the last four years. We set this goal and we never hit it. And this year we hit our goal. We passed our goal. And this was so huge. Again, not because of passing the goal. It was for me, because I am a huge believer and teacher of goals. But it just really proved to me everything that I have known is true for so long. And I have practiced in my life, but you can't believe certain things until you do them. Like you can't 100% believe it until you pass it. You've got to hold that belief as much as you can. But like I, I was talking about the goal, you know, it's not better once you hit the goal. And by the time you hit the goal, you've become the person who can hit the goal. So it feels like, of course I hit the goal. And I really, really realized, oh, that's true. This It's no different here. It doesn't feel any different, but what does feel different no, for me, what was such a huge win I was so proud of myself and so proud of us that we never gave up on the goal because it's so easy to say, Oh, I've got a goal that I'm going to do this by December 31st, December 31st happens and I don't do it. You know, like we've got students who are like, Oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. And they're like, I want to do it by December 31st. And then they lose 25 pounds. They're like, Oh, it's not working. Forget it. And then they just stop doing everything. Right. We just said, okay, if we didn't hit it in this year, we're just extending the timeline and we're going to go again and we're going to go again. So that one-year goal turned into a four-year goal. But the thing is, we didn't give up on the goal. And that requires so much consistency and patience and belief and because it's frustrating. And then people say, well, why even hit goals if you're going to feel bad about them? And it's like, because who you become on the way to the goal, like who we are now from who we were four years ago, if we didn't have this goal... Who knows what we'd be doing? No, for sure. I have two things I want to add to that, which is really, so the first thing is what's really interesting is the day that we hit our goal was actually the very first day that we were at this mastermind and it has nothing to do with the mastermind, but I just find the, the irony of the timing of like, we show up to this mastermind, we land and then we meet all of these incredible individuals. And then all of a sudden we realize, oh my gosh, we just hit our goal basically today. Like we just, we realized that the day that we basically arrived there. And I thought that that was like, that was such a weird, powerful shift for me in a way because of the irony of like, now it's like we've hit this goal and now we're here to now next level, right? To to yeah. take our business to a whole new level. And so it was like this really weird timing thing in my brain. But the second thing I want to do is, is uh, I want to share was just the whole idea too of what you were just saying about how, you know, the frustration and everything. It reminds me so much when we, when we kept going after the same goal over and over again. It reminded me a lot of um, Ashtanga yoga and when you do Mysore practice. So for anyone who's not familiar with Mysore practice, Mysore practice is this practice that you do in Ashtanga yoga that's like a self-led practice and you go in a room and you have the primary series and you follow the series. And then when you reach one of the positions, if you cannot complete this, um, this asana, this practice, this position, you then have to do your closing series and leave. And then you show up the next day and you do it again. And then until you can complete that, you can't move on to the next until you can do it proper, you cannot move on to the next movement. And so every single day for years, I used to go and there was one move that no matter what, I was like, my body's just not meant to do this. 
And I never, still to this day, I cannot do this move. And so I always ended my primary. So even though I could do the asanas that were afterwards, I could do those ones, but I couldn't do the one. It was Janushasana D, I remember. <laughs> and I was like, it, it like ingrained inside of me. But I remember it was like, I used to get frustrated. Then I just got to the point where it was like, one day, maybe. And I didn't get complacent with the idea that I wouldn't do it. I just always kept trying and trying mm -hmm. and showing up over and over again every single day. And I knew my body could do it because my teacher would be able to hold me in the position, but I couldn't hold it myself. And it's just like this this practice of learning. And I, I just, I attribute it to that in the same way, because it's like, you just have to keep showing up. You have to keep showing up for yourself over and over. And I can tell you, I could still can't do that. So for me, that part of it didn't necessarily work, but the idea of it, of just never giving up, it was never an option to just stop. It was always just, you keep going, you keep showing up. And then maybe one day things will shift and change, but you have to believe that it is possible. Yes. And you like, that's where, you know, mind management and belief, when I'm saying it's the two things the skills and belief, you've got to have the skills to be able to do it. And you have to have the belief that you will get to that goal eventually, or, and looking at all of the stuff, because, you know, it's like with weight loss, right? Like when you look at people who are really successful at long-term weight loss and management, it's just, they do the same things okay. consistently, the same boring things consistently. You know what I mean? Like there's not, it's not all of these like magical, which we all want there to be this quick fix or this one blueprint or this one map that gets you to your goal. And it's like, if I take a step back now and look from the 10,000 foot view down of our journey to our goal, I'm like, okay, I can see the exact points where it was not going to happen because I was not ready. It was not going to happen because we weren't investing enough money into advertising. It wasn't going to happen because of X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Like there's things that it's like, you can see it now, but you don't know that till you know what you know. But if totally. you get, the only way you lose is if you quit. That's the only way. And I know for me, like I truly, I, I don't know. Like it's this weird calmness that I feel like I have this year. It's like, it's self-trust. It's not like, I know in my heart, I will, I could figure it all out. I know in my heart, if I want something that's really big and I don't know yet if I want that, you know, like we had, we had somebody at our mastermind and they're like, Oh, we could totally see you guys like creating a $50 million business. And I was like, Whereas before I'd be like, what? Like, but then I was, because we met a bunch of people who have $50 million businesses and I'm like, they're no different than we are. Yeah. Like they're no different. But then I'm like, is that something that I want? Is that something that I would want? But whereas before it would be like, oh, that's not even possible for me. What are like, it wouldn't even be a conversation. It's like, well, could I? Probably. Would I want that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's, and it starts, and that's what I love about these questioning thoughts because it starts you looking at things differently where so many times it's so easy to say that I can't do that. And that's part of like the mindset work and the belief work you have to do to get there. Um, the other thing that I'm really proud of this year is creating the menopause, the holistic menopause and perimenopause certification, even though it almost killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, we have created a brand new certification that we've added to Fitrix Academy. We were making big changes this year. We've got a lot of things that are changing and shifting. And But just as we started to change and as our lives 
like what we focus on and what we struggle with and the women we're surrounded with, the average age in the academy is 45 to 60. Mm-hmm. And so the majority of the women who are coaches and the women they're coaching are perimenopausal or menopausal. And it is such an underserved market and it's so misunderstood, especially when it comes to the shifts that need to happen to support the body during those hormonal shifts. So we partnered with Dr. Cheryl Allen. She's a naturopathic doctor. She also instructs in the holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification and built this program, which I'm so incredibly proud of. We had our first beta group. They absolutely loved it. The feedback mm-hmm. has been amazing. And just even again, getting back into for me, that creation process, because you know, as a business owner, you go between you've got your clients, your marketing too, marketing and sales, then back. But I haven't created a certification since Holistic, which was 2018. So really diving into that thought process and that, you know, what people need to know and knowing how much this program is going to change coaches and change women's lives. Like just for me, that was such a renewal of this is my contribution to the world. This is what I, why I do what I do. This is, this is what, you know, cause at the end of the day, none of us are getting out of here alive. And I want to feel like for me, part of, I want to feel like I left something that mattered. And I want to feel like I left something that did more good than did that took away. And so doing things like that, especially now, you know, like having my son and stuff, I'm just feeling, just feeling that contribution to the world. Like, because every time we create and I give, I, I get so much back not just being, you know, obviously financially or business-wise like selling spots in it, but it's also working with Dr. Cheryl and helping her take her, like all of her knowledge and create that into a program that's easy to follow. That's, you know, consumable, like, like pairing all of my skill sets. I just, yeah, it just was an incredible experience, even though it also leads to one of my lessons, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that, we should probably talk about some like lessons that are challenges. I think, um, you know, if I want to say like one of my biggest lessons over this past year is, is something that like, it's, it's not like earth shattering or anything like that, but it's really just that to just do things anyways. And I know that that seems like such a like weird statement, but it's like, you're always going to have a hectic schedule. You're always going to have things going on. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be things in the way, just do it anyways. Just jump in. I've always been someone who makes decisions really quickly and then just decides and moves forward. But then I feel like there was some hesitation this past year where I just would be like, oh, I don't know if this is the right move. And I was kind of second guessing some things. And I just feel like the reminder and the lesson of just like, just do it. Because every time you do something, every time you take action, it always moves in the right direction, whether it be a new lesson learned or whether it be towards the goal or towards the thing that I want, but just by doing it, and this is personal and professional, just by making choices to continue to move forward and to continue to just do things and take action towards things. That's the only way to continue to grow as a person. So that was like a huge lesson, a reminder lesson for me, really. Yeah. A huge lesson for me was definitely that I need to take more downtime. So that was one thing for me. We're just talking about this offline, but you know, I am so like, I'm so in love with what I get to do and you know, what we create and things like that. But I feel like too, 
like I was saying, when I went to the mastermind, I was like, I felt like myself for the first time in such a long time. I feel like there's parts of myself that I'm ignoring that are also really who I am. So I was having this conversation over the holidays around um, self-concept and identity because one of the girls who was there, she just got laid off from her job and she is was a pretty high up there director and making a lot of money and you know it and she's like it's not even about the money of losing that contribution to my household but she's like it's about like i that's my identity is like i am a corporate you know like that's my whole thing is i'm a businesswoman and i'm all this stuff and she's like so i'm having this moment of like because she's like i'm having a bit of an identity crisis because i don't even know if that's who i want to be but i don't know who i am without that and i said you know it's interesting because i'm the same like i am an entrepreneur that's who i am if i didn't own businesses i don't know what i would do i don't even know who i'd be and that's part of though not to get too like deep on it but that's also part of the work is that because all of this stuff means nothing it means stuff but it means nothing at the same time so it's kind of like Tapping into that other side of myself, it's like, who, what do I want to create in my life outside of my business? And that's been a big lesson for me this year that I need to remind myself because I can easily be a workaholic. I have very workaholic tendencies, but also making sure I'm not running from something and doing too much work that there's something else I'm not paying attention to. So that's part of my work this year is because you could fill your hours all day long, but can you sit quiet? And who are you without those things? And that to me is a very, because if you've, if you've ever tried it, people listening, it's very hard. That's when to like, you know, the emotional eating and all that stuff, it all ties into that kind of thing. But when you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, if I'm not busy and I'm not doing all these things, who am I? And what are the things that I'm passionate about that are outside of that? Like, it's not that I've had this like mortality kind of moment, but I just have had this real moment of like, this is the life I've created to this point and it's amazing. And I get to create it exactly the way I want. So what does that look like for me without having to work all the time? So I gotta, I'm going to spend some time on that one. That's a, been a big lesson. Um, and then one of my other big lessons was around leadership. And you and I have been talking about this a lot. I think for me, one of my biggest things is I do have a people pleasing tendency. And I don't know if it's because a lot of women do it's the way we've been raised. We, people should like us and, but being able to really separate what is in the best interest of our business, like treating our business, like it's her own being, which we always used to, like, she's a person. What does she need? You know, like you have, if you, if anyone listening has kids, you know what I mean? Like you're, do they need their diaper changed? Are they hungry? Sometimes you don't want to do it, but you got to do it anyways, because you're not going to let your, your child sit in a dirty diaper, right? It's the same thing of like not doing things just because it people like it or don't like it, doing what's in the best interest of the business. And sometimes that requires making a lot of hard decisions, but in order for the business to thrive, there's things that I know, again, looking at my skill set. I need to keep working on an up leveling. So that was a big lesson for me this year of, of challenging my, my, the areas I'm uncomfortable with in leadership and knowing that for us to grow to the next level, that is really where I need to spend most of my time is developing leadership skills. Yeah. I think that that's definitely for both of us in terms of lessons and it'll be an ongoing lesson into the new year. Definitely. Yeah. 
And I'm going to end it with my one final lesson. I don't know if you have one final one, but my one final one is, and this ties back into even developing the menopause certification, but truly how much focusing on your health, whether it is you're coaching other people or you're coaching yourself, I'm so grateful that I got interested in this industry in such a a young age and interested in my own mental health and physical health, because just seeing where women, so many women are struggling at our age group and how so many women are now just getting started because they've had these struggles. And, you know, it doesn't matter when you start, as long as you start, but just, I just want everyone to really take this here and make sure you're focusing more on your health. Your physical health is everything. It is the foundation. You can't be good if you cannot, if your body is working against you. So um, that was my final lesson. It's funny. That actually was my final one on here too. It was, you know, cause one of the things that I've had, one of the challenges I've had over the past couple of years has been, my feet have been like really sore and it's really been detrimental to just my overall well-being because it's like I wasn't able to even go for walks anymore and things like that but then it was really about just deciding that I wasn't going to have that as part of like the reason why I couldn't you know train properly and things like that it was about finding solutions and really taking back control of like my own story and my own destiny and deciding like what does that look like for me and it was like trust me, like they're not healed in any way. And I know I have, um, I, but the thing is, is that it's about taking ownership of that. And I went to the doctor, I did x-rays, we did ultrasounds, we did blood work, we did everything to ensure that there wasn't something underlying going on, um, to ensure that there was not like nerve issues or things like that. And then finding out what it really was. So drilling it down, finding out, okay, what is the true problem? And the problem is that I have like really bad bad plantar fasciitis. I also have bursitis in my heels. And so knowing that it was like, okay, so what is my solutions then? (laughs) It's like physiotherapy, it's electric shockwave therapy, it's um, some proper orthotics and things like that. And then finding different workouts, like finding different training programs. And yes, it had to shift things for me and it had to like change some things, but then it was about, okay, well, what can I do as opposed to what can't I do? It's like, what can I do to still be able to own my own health? Right. And that was a really important thing for me over this past year. I feel like I've been trying to figure it out for the past like couple of years, but the past year I really was like, okay, this isn't going away. And so now what is, what is truly my next steps and how do I figure this out? Because it was so important to me. And so that's been a big lesson for me as it's been a challenge and a lesson. And I just wanted to share that with everyone. Cause it's like, if you are dealing with something that is holding you back or making you shift gears, cause you're like, but I always did this. Like for me, it's like, I always did yoga. I can't do yoga right now. Cause I can't be barefoot cause it hurts my feet. And so if I can't do yoga, then what can I do? Right. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. I can go swimming or I can go, I can do strength training. I can do, um, you know, I can walk again now. I can go for walks and stuff again now. Cause uh, with my orthotics and stuff, it's been helping, but it's, it's really just looking at like, okay, instead of thinking, what can't I do? It's like, what can I do then? And then shifting gears. And so it's, it is really just about not just for your health, but everything in your life. It's like, if there's something that is in your way and holding you back and making you shift gears, just making the decision and deciding, finding the root cause and then deciding what is my next steps. I love it. So with that, everybody, that was our year in review. I know there's some things we were a little bit vague about, but um, 
we can't get into too much detail about certain things, but hopefully those were helpful to you guys. And just, I always encourage everybody who's listening or, you know, anyone we coach, like I said, I just did this workshop about reflection and spending a little bit of time. Even if you just look at your last year, what was, you know, your one biggest win, what was your one biggest challenge and what was your one biggest lesson? And it really helps to shift that perspective because the most important thing other than your health too, is your perspective. You can look at things and make them mean something amazing or make them mean something terrible. So I love going through that process of looking back and being like, where, like, what was the win? What was the lessons? What were the challenges? And how did all of those things help me grow? How did all those things in some way change me? And what am I going to make them mean? So I think it's really powerful. So happy new year, everybody. Let's wrap up 2023. Let's kick off an amazing 2024. And um, we can't wait to see you in the new year. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, if you loved today's episode, we'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review so we can continue to spread the healthy love. Also, make sure you check out fitchicksacademy.com for upcoming details on our certification programs and other workshops and offers. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week for Fit Chicks Chat.